Hello, I'm Catherine Gregg, and welcome to episode four in my podcast series titled An Introduction to the Universal Laws. So far, in previous episodes, I've covered the law of oneness, the law of vibration, and the law of balance and polarity. Here I'm going to talk about the law of correspondence, otherwise known as the law of reflection or the law of projection. My aim with these podcasts is to share with you this information that, once understood, not only will complement your very existence as a human being on this planet, but also your understanding of the more famous natural law, the law of attraction. All the laws have their place and relevance to the law of attraction. And so if you really want to master this law of attraction business, understanding the other forces at play will help you to raise your stakes. The law of correspondence basically means that our life is one big mirror. The principle says, as within, so without, as above, so below, meaning your outer world is always a reflection of your inner world. This can be hard sometimes, especially when difficult stuff is going on around us or people are misbehaving around us. It's hard to think that in some way someone else's behaviour could be a mirror of something in me. Let me use myself as an example. I had a friend, well, I say I had a friend because for some reason we're not friends anymore. I mean, maybe via social media or if we were to pass one another in the street. We might acknowledge each other, at least I like to think we would. But at one stage, we were tight. Our kids grew up together and she was one of my people for many years. When I was in training to become a psychotherapist, a requirement for my training was personal therapy, and I mean a lot of it. The course I did came with this government health warning. Because of the personal development aspect of the course, we were all warned about the level of change that would take place therefore needing to be prepared for that and what comes with it. Very typically, during this type of training, couples who've been married for years get divorced, people suddenly stand up to their mother or father, or we move away from situations that no longer serve us. Ultimately, the outcome of this is a positive one, but it can be challenging while you're in the process. The reason for all this personal development is that as a therapist, you can only ever take your client as deep as you've gone yourself. At the time, therapy was new to me. In fact, I didn't really understand how it worked at first. It took me a while to really allow myself to go there. But when I did, wow. It was towards the end of my training, after having been in therapy a couple of years by this point, where this friend who I mentioned, well, my connection with her changed. We became distant. I found every time I was either around her or just thinking of her, I would find myself feeling really angry. When I say angry, I mean I was livid with her. Everything she did, everything she said, I couldn't work it out. My therapist at the time pointed out that it felt like I was projecting an aspect of me onto her. And you know what? She was right. This person was so highly strung and chaotic, late for everything and really irresponsible. This was a reflection of an older version of me because once I was also chaotic and irresponsible and that was a version of me I didn't like. So as I moved away from that part of me, seeing that behaviour in someone else, well, it felt unbearable to be around. When I look back on all my relationships, 
whether friendships or romantic relationships, I can now clearly see how they all reflected parts of me at different times in my life. This also isn't an easy thing to admit, especially when, as I said earlier, the people around us aren't displaying behaviours that we find pleasing to be around. Because our education of this truth is limited, it's hard for those who don't know to use this law as a gift, an advantage. Instead, we, as humans, tend to pass blame and judgement upon others, or whatever experience we're perceiving that we don't like. I mean, bless us all, we can only ever know what we're taught, and if we aren't taught that there are natural laws around us that we can access and use to our advantage, how are we supposed to? We can rant about it as much as we like, it doesn't change the fact the mirror is there. It's just going to be far more serving to us if we can acknowledge it and work with it. Our outer world is a 360 degree mirror reflection. All your external experiences express your thoughts, beliefs, feelings and inner and outer attitudes. Even collectively, as a world, as a society, the global constant crisis we experience is always a reflection of the dominant vibration a society slash world holds. As we live in a society that promotes fear relentlessly on many different subjects, is it a wonder our global climate manifests in the way that it does? Projection. Now there's a word most of us know and acknowledge. We often project aspects of ourselves onto others, our loved ones, without even realising it. If only we knew that what we're seeing in the other is really a projection of ourselves. Instead of us looking at the other, how about we try looking at ourselves? You will find a theme throughout this podcast series where I'm alluding to the universal laws as being connected and eventually becoming one way of being as we get the practice down. The law of attraction relates to all of them and with the basis of the law of attraction being like attracts like, doesn't it make sense that what we see around us is a clear manifestation of a version of us that was or currently is? These days, and don't get me wrong, it's not like I'm perfect and can always immediately recognise the reflection, but I do tend to use this law as guidance. I use my feelings and my current experience as a guideline for where I'm at with me in my world. Days when my vibration feels off, I will encounter things throughout that day that will mirror aspects of how I'm feeling. If I'm someone who cares about how I feel, which I am, I will use this guidance to benefit me, so I can catch it, reflect on it, and change it so that my experience shifts into something more pleasing. I find when I'm going through big changes, transitions, where we grow significantly and move away from aspects of our life like jobs or people that no longer match who we are, I now tend to look at these dynamics as reflections. If there is a consistent feeling of discord in how I feel with something or someone, it's usually representing some aspect of me that I'm either changing or that needs to change. Diana Cooper, author and generally profound and fabulous spiritual teacher, speaks about the law of reflection as our soul talking to us. If we can learn to look in the mirror, we can see what it has to teach us. A quote from her book, A Little Light on the Spiritual Laws, says, There are two ways to interpret what you see in a mirror. One is that you are seeing your projection, 
The other is that you are seeing an aspect of you that you have attracted. To find out how you've attracted the reflection, be aware of how that person or situation makes you feel. For example, you make me feel inadequate shows you a reflection of your own inadequacy. Diana Cooper also relates this to the law of projection and the law of attraction. So how does this coincide with the law of attraction? And how can having the awareness of the law of reflection enhance your practice of using the law of attraction purposely? If you think of the basis of the law of attraction as being like attracts like, then the law of reflection as being as above so below, you follow me? It's all a part of your inbuilt guidance system that you are gifted with as a human being. Accessing these natural forces around you can act as a guide as to where you're at with the law of attraction. Whether or not you might be on track or on your way to manifesting a desired outcome, or not, as the case may be. Your current reflection, how you're experiencing your outside world, also how you feel your emotions, will indicate to you where you're at vibrationally. Just like I described in episode 2 when I talked about the law of vibration and I spoke of Esther Hicks and her analogy of the emotional guidance system being like the dashboard in your car, indicating how fast you're going, when to fuel up or when to take it in for maintenance. All our natural functions as part of the oneness of this planet we live on serve us and if we can learn to work with ourselves in this way we can navigate our way through this journey here in ways that are far more beneficial than the default setting most of us usually find ourselves at. The law of reflection is part of the dashboard, the vessel you're blessed with. Pay attention and you can see the learning. Of course, let me be frank here, this is sometimes easier said than done and there will be times we don't see the reflections or even want to. Change can be scary to some of us, and our lovely ego, which I will talk more about in my breakdown of the law of attraction, who is only there to protect us, isn't always that helpful. In a world where we aren't nurtured in this way, or taught how to function in sync with the universe we are a part of, we eventually become our own worst enemy, and our ego will convince us we're being too tetchy, or that actually we deserve to be treated badly, or that being happy feels too risky. So we do need to do the work, challenge ourselves, and of course, we don't have to do this alone. There are so many different therapeutic approaches, from counselling to deeper-rooted shamanic spiritual work. I've said it before, becoming a person who cares about how you feel, and who wants to be deliberate, about being in control and creating a life you want, as opposed to having it dictated to you. Learn how to use the universal laws to your advantage. The law of reflection is your visual insight into where you're at and how far you've come. A quote from Deepak Chopra, who I can't believe I haven't mentioned yet. I mean, this guy taught me how to meditate. In his words, nothing out there No person, situation, problem or predicament is there for any purpose other than to guide you to where your soul wants to go. Carl Jung, a close colleague of Sigmund Freud, both hugely influential in the world of psychotherapy, Jung acknowledged the more spiritual aspect of us. His words say, everything that irritates us about others can lead us to an understanding of ourselves. So there we go. 
the law of correspondence. Thank you for listening. And if you're feeling intrigued, tune into the next episode for the exceptional and profound law of attraction. Thank you.